something we were just talking about off the air is the actually no let's I just mentioned in the news about the infrastructure committee um, which is on Monday coming which is this Monday that was the what I wanted to check with the date so you're you're going to be I guess you're going to be fronting the issue of, of can we have a Bus, funding for bus. the bus service. Yeah, that's within, exactly within right. Raglan. Within yeah. Raglan, that's right, because there are other communities across the district as well um, that um, would like a bus service as well, a shuttle service. Oh, so it's not just for Raglan, this no, trial? No, okay. uh, there are other communities that actually have a desire to do that. So, um, you know, I'd be advocating for that. But I haven't read the agenda yet, so I'll be doing that today and over the weekend. Yeah. Um, so the details of that I'll actually need to read. So you'll have you'll have support from the councillors for the other areas that are looking at getting a bus, but it will come down to a vote probably. Yes, it will, and also the budget. What can we actually uh, realistically um, manage because it's going to be completely funded uh, by a district council as opposed to be subsidised. Yeah, which but when, when you say subsidised, you mean by like a government agency? Yeah, like regional yeah. council. So uh, what I'll have to do, I haven't read the agenda, so yeah, yeah. I've. You know, probably already said a couple of things wrong. So, well, you got um, you got back to Reckon last night, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Eleven o'clock last night. So, all right. yeah, it's so, good of you to come in. Yeah, well, no, that's all right. Um, and I'm back into work this morning, um, and got lots of emails to catch up on because I deliberately didn't check my emails for the first time ever. That's very. If you're going to have a if you're going to have a holiday, it's very advisable. But now you will have a lot of emails. Yeah. Yep. So I'm looking forward to catching up on all of that business. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, so at Papahua. Uh, this is something that's come up a, a little bit over the last couple of years. The since the bridge was changed, uh, and the effective groin of the that was part of the old bridge, it acted like a groin, even though that wasn't its purpose. Sand's been eaten away down near the um, the Urupa. monument. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah down by the um, yeah the grave. Um, you know the cemetery that's down there that has significantly eroded, and I think uh, you know. Um, Cheryl Hart was a passionate advocate for watching that, you know, and getting yeah. the planting. And there have been talks for ages, um, you know, for a number of years, even when I was on the community board, about, um, you know, how we can uh, do planting there. So we did speak about that at our last um, Raglan Holiday Park, Hui, last month. Um, in April about that and that we really need to get on top of it and um, Megan May was at that hui in replacement of Roger uh, and she did mention you know we would have to look at um, what that mitigation would look like along with planting and you know reinstating some sort of groin um, because there was acknowledgement of that but how would we fund that so that could be an LTP, a long-term plan project for that part, but certainly we have to get on to uh, doing some riparian so, planting. Yes, yes, and planting, I've yet yeah. to see uh, what that looks like because I know that there was going to be some last year. But obviously uh, not using COVID as an excuse, but, you know, that put the kibosh on a lot of things. Yeah, clearly um, it's had an effect. But so. that's really, you know, and... Um, uh, that's a really important area to look at in terms of uh, that planting and the erosion mitigation because I know that at the community board Hui last week uh, it did come up about on the walkway, uh, actually uh, where we need a the old doctor's surgery uh, lawn goes right to the back of that fence and there's erosion along that side. Um, so we'll have to prioritise the most important parts of where yeah. resource goes uh, into that um, coastal mitigation of that erosion. And I think Papahua on the campground side 
uh, should be prioritised. Actually, yeah, yeah, it's in, like like I've I went I hadn't been down there for a while, and then I went down there last year, and that's what prompted me to like I, I sent a, a message into council just to ask the comms department when something was happening. But I saw it and I was shocked because it's in really it's significant. It could it could suddenly be at the ro- at the at the car park. Um, it, like it could suddenly jump in that that close if we if we don't do something. Oh, the car park and the road, you yeah, know, yeah, under exactly. undermining the road. Um, so it is incredibly significant. So we have to be really uh, mindful of that. And it's such um, an incredible resource for our community collectively uh, that it's really important that we take care of that. And not only that, but also the Urupa is there, which is a very significant site for Ngāti Mahanga Haurua. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the last thing I think that they would want to do is uplift, um, you know, that area. Again. Uh, yeah, for any reason. Like because the, the Urupa was over on, was it on Weenera Street? No, the mem- uh, no, that was the memorial. The memorial was, Yeah, Sorry. the monument. Uh, the Urupa has always been there. Uh, yeah. can, you, can you say what Urupa actually means? In a I don't know. The translation or the literal better than I know, but but because my I'm very vague about what it. It's a place of burial. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, like a cemetery. Okay, yep, that's good. Oh, that's what I thought, but I just yeah, I'm using words that I'm not 100 percent on. We want to be accurate as we can. Yeah, so yeah, so that's uh, that's a. I mean, that's that's significant. That's a, that's an issue, and that's a and that's a little microcosm of an issue that Raglan's going to face a lot over the next decades. And how has council gearing up for for that? Well, you know, we've got our um, climate action. We've got Rachel Goddard, uh, who's leading uh, that within our organisation, which is yes. fantastic. We've I never had her that. a few weeks ago. So. Yeah, and we've never had that resource before. Uh, and I think what we'll find, you know, in the next term particularly, uh, that there will be a climate lens uh, on the decisions that we make uh, across what we do as council, you know, because what we do, you know, that underground infrastructure that we don't see um, is integral to communities being able to operate. And so how we manage uh, and plan for climate um, is going to be key moving forward, you know. And that's the biggest challenge, I think. One of the biggest challenges, I think, for uh, central government and local government and communities, particularly if we're coastal, um, you know, how do we manage that? How do we plan for that? Uh, What does retreat look like? What does uh, planting look like? What does food resilience and abundance look like? There's so much in that that it's no one organisation's responsibility. It's a human Response yeah. to climate to a human-made situation that we find ourselves in. As soon as I, as soon as I asked the question, I, my brain was like, "Well, it's going to involve a lot of spending money, and that's a government level." My, in my opinion, the government's going to have to swing in because there's that. layers of this. But then, when you look at it, um, climate mitigation from uh, you know a, a small level at a community level, we can do so much. Um, but really, the bigger picture is. Um, you know the industrial world, and looking at that. So you know it's 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 massive, but yeah. I think we need to bring it back for ourselves in a community like Whangaroa uh, as a whole, not just Raglan itself. But we've got coastal communities at Ruapuke, we've got Aotea, um, and it's not just coastal. But you know uh, we have weather events, whether it's rain or whether it's drought. 
uh, and it's building capacity in there and, and you know even just managing storing water yeah and i know that something that came out when we had the spate of um sewage overflows which have mostly been resolved now but something i discovered then was that a lot of the sewage infrastructure was built there are manholes what do, do we still call them manholes anyway the lids the sewage lids um <laughs> And, and they're all kind of near the um, the high tide mark. Oh, they, the, the way they constructed it then was everything goes downhill to there, and then um, oh, look at um, you just have to look at Greenslade Road, uh, and yeah. you see right down at the end of uh, Greenslade Road, uh, you know the one of the pumping stations there. It's within a metre of the high tide mark, so you know that um, inundation from um, the sea or high tide. Um, just happens because of where it is but you know with the upgrades and the telemetry uh, you know we've got improvements with that infrastructure um, but yeah it's a, it's a worry you know because we've got 19 pump stations and 18 of them are within meters of receiving waterways yeah so that one day there's going to, have to be a lot of money spent to sort that out basically isn't it yeah. There's no if buts or maybes. Yeah, that's and that's why we've done that investment through our targeted rate over the last three years, um, you know, to do the best that we can with that infrastructure and to mitigate, you know, those overflows that we did have. You know, that last one we had in 2016, which shut the harbour uh, for kai gathering and for use for 28 days. That was quite significant, you know. Yeah, yeah, that was a kick, kick And really mobilised, not just for Whaingaroa, not just for Raglan Township, but, you know, across our district that have uh, challenges, which is Ngāru Awahia, Huntley, Meri Meri, for example, you know, there are all of those communities that we uh, have to take care of with that infrastructure. With nine, yeah. you know, wastewater treatment plants, that's not insignificant. And I'm trying to imagine where the um, the boundary of the Waikato district goes to. Does it include Miranda now? Because I'm just thinking there's a lot of low-lying land up there. I know the regional council has to consider. There's yeah. even, and, and the we even plains. go two, we go 200 metres right through to the east coast. <laughs> there's two metres of the, um, you know, so we're well, a really big district. That must be near yeah. the, like, in the, in the, um, the Coromandel, the, no, the Further Thames. Further yeah, Thames. and then go through... Uh, I'll have to get a map out, but it is quite big, 419,000 square kilometres yeah, is yeah. the district. So it's pretty massive. And, you know, this – and then going into the next term, um, the Whaingaroa Ward has um, actually grown uh, to include Glen Afton, part of Glen Massey, uh, and Pukimiro as well. So, so that's – where is – people might um, – That's where toward that – uh, well, Glen Afton and Pukimiro are actually right – um, not far from Huntley. So, and then Glen Massey, of course, is just further on from uh, Waingaro. So, yeah. if one were to travel along the Waingaro Road, uh, you would get to Glen Massey. So, it cuts through half of Glen Massey. Uh, and then um, people may have been on the Glen Afton Rail <coughs> as well. And so that's a rail? closer. Yeah, the Glen Afton. Um, Steam train, which is pretty amazing. Apparently, I haven't been on it. Okay, it operates. They can do that on your, Sunday ne- month. your next holiday in six years' time. <laughs> I know. Well, well who, you know, whoever gets uh, to be councillor in the next term, twenty twenty three, it will be a significantly bigger ward. But you are um, running. Yep. Yeah, okay, I'm standing yeah. again, yep. uh, but it will be quite different. So working uh, closely with the Huntley um, councillor will be quite important because they're very familiar with those areas. Yeah, yeah, big changes. And we and did did the news come through before you went on holiday about the uh, local government said 
to Waikato District Council, please make the Raglan Community Board area the size that the community asked for. Yeah, which is fantastic, isn't it? So well yeah, done to the better, community. It's a better solution. Yeah, yeah, well done to the community board. And um, th- people can, even outside of the community board area, um, in the wider Whaingaroa ward, people can still stand um, so long as they are nominated by people yeah. who are living in here. So, you know, so we're, we're um, going into some uh, pretty cool changes for the next term, I have to say. You know, we've got the two Māori wards, but I've said that in my last interview when I was here. But I think that's really exciting um, in terms of uh, council yeah. and appetite for change. I think that's really awesome. And um, I presume you, or did you see the results from the food waste consultation? I did. So we've actually got a workshop next week and then... Because um, you're on, the, there's, a, there's a subcommittee for that that you're on as well, aren't you? A that's solid right, waste? A, a solid waste subcommittee. Yeah. Uh, not that we have any particular say on, uh, you know, over and above anyone else, but I'm really looking forward to the deliberations on that, really looking forward to seeing all of the feedback um, because it was about 55% supported, 45 didn't. And, you know, like, like, and I was so pleased to see, I think it was about 650 yeah. submissions, you know, and last time it was over 700. And I thought, oh, I think people uh, probably consulted out of their trees. I know, that's because, what the staff thought. Yeah. yeah. Um, they thought hardly anyone would. But. Yeah, and so we had a fantastic uh, result. So the deliberations are going to be something, um, no doubt, that will be impassioned and some differing viewpoints um, as it happens when we're deliberating. But I'm looking forward to um, seeing the content of people's feedback on the submissions. Because what I was impressed about last time was the, the content of people's corridor is really thoughtful. It wasn't. There were some that said, "Oh no, nah, bugger off! Don't keep your hands off, keep your hands, <laughs> hands off, off my, my money." Off my um, yeah. yeah, I don't use it, but it was actually uh, really thoughtful um, and yeah, provoking. We know, we know what we're talking about in this community, yeah. don't we? Yeah. yeah, and it was diverse, so that was pretty cool. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, alrighty. Well, look, it's time for us to wrap up. Thank you for coming in. Your first appointment back after the holidays. Yeah, counselor. and uh, I'm sure you're going to be quite busy. I was Catching talking up. to your daughter, Charlie, the other day. She said, as far as she's concerned, you just spend all your time on Zoom meetings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, With them walking past in the background. Yeah, in the background of various <laughs> states of clothing. Yeah. Yeah. Which I actually think is pretty neat. So people get a glimpse that you're actually a human being living at home. Yeah, yeah. All right, thanks for coming in, Lisa. Thank you, Aaron. And folks, you. stay tuned. We're going to be talking to Natalie in just a moment.